Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fierce Life Podcast with Conceda Thomas. That's me, your host. In today's show, we're going to be talking about one overlooked reason that we struggle with consistency, whether it's in our eating or in our exercise, and how to change that, how to stop struggling to achieve consistency and really position ourselves for better results just by recognizing this little sly fox that often sneaks into our process and then eliminating it. So this is probably a notes-taking episode, so go ahead and grab your pen and paper while you jam out to the show tunes and then meet me on the other side of the music. Welcome to The Fierce Life, presented by Conceda Thomas. This podcast is designed to give you the food and fitness strategies, tools, and inspiration that you need to create sustainable results without making the process a second job. You will save the mental and emotional energy that's normally drained by this process and instead use that energy to live your most fierce life. What if you could reduce belly bloating, eliminate water retention, and lose some of those initial water weight pounds all while positioning yourself to create sustainable weight loss? Would you want to do that? If you answered yes, then the Bloat Be Gone Challenge is for you. It is a three free day challenge inside of our free support group where you'll get guidance on what to eat and drink and how to move to get all of that done. And the really exciting side effect is that you're going to rewrite your internal narrative around what's possible for you on this weight loss journey and set yourself up for sustainable results in the future. We get started on September 23rd, but don't delay. Sign up now because there are going to be bonuses and goodies and little drips of information leading up to our start, and you don't want to miss out on any of that. So go to concedathomas.com slash gone to sign up now. Hello, and welcome to episode 106. Let's just jump right into it, shall we? So, so many times... People have told me that their biggest struggle with achieving lasting weight loss and honestly with achieving even short-term weight loss is consistency. So if you are a member of our free support group, you know that when you join, I ask you um, one simple question and that's what is your biggest struggle? And I would say about 90% of the people respond with the answer consistency. So what, what is it about consistency? How is it that we want something, but then we struggle with staying consistent and doing the things that will produce that result? And there are a lot of different reasons why consistency can be a problem. A lot of those reasons I've covered here on the podcast, things like maybe having an approach that's too dramatic or maybe not really having um, a really good strategy that fits your life so that you can actually execute those day-to-day things that are part of your plan that will give you the results. All those things matter for sure. However, there is also one very sneaky little reason why we struggle with consistency. And I've seen this in my own journey And I'm actually doing this podcast episode because I was reminded of it when I had to call it out in one of my coaching clients, one of my one-on-one coaching clients. So are you ready for that reason? (laughs) The reason 
one overlooked reason that we struggle with consistency is because we begin to see our process as a target instead of a commitment. Our process meaning those steps that we're going to take day in, day out, how much water we're going to drink, how many vegetables we're going to eat, how often we're going to get our sweat on, which ways we're going to get our sweat on, our plan, right? That's our process. We start to see it sometimes as this target, as a direction, as a direction in which to travel, but not necessarily something that we're committed to doing on a daily basis. And when that happens, Houston, we have a problem. So, Consider, how do I know if that's my issue? How do I know if maybe I have the wrong process? How do I know if the strategies that I'm employing to make that process come to pass, maybe those strategies are the problem? How do I know if it's one of those things or an issue of my process now becoming a direction, a target, an option, a It would be nice if, as opposed to a commitment. I'm so glad you asked. There are a few signs, there are a few signs to look out for that are hallmarks of this type of thinking, of this type of non-beneficial shift in mindset from this is the thing that I'm doing, this is the thing that I'm committed to making happen, and again, we're not talking about results, we're not talking about pounds, I mean the actual things you're doing when we shift from that to, oh yeah, I'm, I'm traveling in that direction, there are a few signs that are just hallmarks of that way of thinking. So let's get into that. The first one is no clear strategy around how. And I like to make the comparison to taking a trip. If I have intentions, and I'll use a real life example, right? So um, I guess it's two summers ago now, my husband and I went and we explored the Mediterranean, a couple different cities in Europe. And we, it was something we had intended to do for a while, it was something that was on our bucket list, but we decided in 2018, summer of 2018, 15th year anniversary, we were going to Barcelona and France and some cities in Italy, Right. And so we decided to do that. Now, because we were committed to making that happen, we needed a clear strategy on how that was going to happen. We needed to find out what, like, which airlines flew from where we lived to there, um, which ones went at the time of year we wanted to go, to go. We wanted to go on a cruise. So which cruise lines did Mediterranean cruises? Which cities did they, did they depart from? How early would we need to go in, into Europe, right, in order to not risk missing the cruise? Where would we stay when we got there? How much longer would we stay when we got back off the boat? How would we get home? All of those things were logistics that needed to happen in order to make our plan of going to Europe, exploring the Mediterranean in summer 2018, actually come to pass. And I venture to say that if I had told you, hey, Al and I are going, you know, we're going to explore, we're going to cruise the Mediterranean, and you asked me, oh, that's cool, like, on which cruise line? Oh, I don't know. Oh, where are you guys flying from? I don't know. Oh, where are you going to stay? Do you have to stay, like, in, in any of the cities, like, before you leave? Oh, I don't know. And the time got closer and closer. 
you would not be surprised if I told you in September of 2018 that we never made it because I had no clear strategy on how it was going to happen. And now a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Coaching Club. Coaching Club is my group coaching program. It's a monthly membership where you can get all of your workouts programmed and planned for you. Full follow along workout videos so that you are working out right alongside me. Access to a database of over 100 figure-friendly meal ideas and growing every single month and camaraderie, support, and access to a coach every single day. That's just the tip of the iceberg of what you get in Coaching Club, but I think you get the point. And for a limited time, you can try out Coaching Club for yourself for one week at no risk by claiming your one-week free trial. Head over to ConcitaThomas.com slash trial. That's ConcitaThomas.com slash trial to claim your one-week free trial of Coaching Club. However, many of us do this in our weight loss journey, but we don't even realize it because we have like a first, let's just say a first step plan. So we decide that we want to lose some weight, however much that is, 15 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, whatever it is. And we know we need to drink more water. We know we probably could afford to eat less sweets and starch. We need some protein. We need to find a way to sweat more often than we do. And we know that. But here's where the trick comes in. We're maybe even more sophisticated than that. Maybe we know what we're doing, so we draft a plan. Maybe we hire a coach or we buy a plan. So now we have specifics around what we have to do on a day-to-day basis in order to make that desired outcome of losing X amount of pounds happen. And unfortunately, some of us stop right there. And, we, and, and this is a sign, again, that there's like a, a commitment, there's a target and not a commitment, right? We may not take that next step to say, and, and let me just say this, and for some of us, right, so for some of us, that's enough. And I'm going to be honest and say that a certain period in my life, when I was much younger, 20 years younger, when I was not married, when I did not have any kids, honestly, if I had a plan that said what I had to do on a day-to-day basis, and it was a solid plan, and it was gonna, and it was something that could actually work. Meaning, if I did those things, my body would change, and my goal was to change my body. That may have been enough. That may have been deep enough to make it happen. However, most of you guys that I talk to, most of you guys that listen to this podcast, most of my fierce friends are not twenty-somethings. We are mature women. Yes, I use the word. <laughs> We're mature women. We're at least. 35. Most of us are over 40. Some of us are approaching 50 and over, right? We have full lives. We have a lot going on and we need a deeper level of strategy if it's actually going to happen. And even for those of us who feel we don't, or maybe we don't, if we go a week or two or heaven forbid three and we're not executing on the day-to-day things that have to happen in order to produce the outcome that we want, and we're not getting curious and saying, okay, I need a deeper level of strategy. I was intending to drink three liters of water every single day, and you know, out of seven days in a week, I usually get it one or two days. Or worst off, I know <laughs> that I don't don't get it all seven days, but I don't even know how many days I get it because I'm not even tracking. And we're not saying, okay, what can I do? Okay, this is this is where we go to that deeper level strategy. What would it look like for me to get that? Um, Maybe I should, should I 
leave a bottle of water on my nightstand so that I could drink that first bottle in the morning? Do I need to download an app to remind me? Do I just need a different type of water container that I actually enjoy having with me because maybe the issue is I don't have it with me when I'm available? Do you see that when, when there is an absence of execution and there's also an absence of exploration for solutions to that problem, that is a hallmark sign that, it's, that we're not committed. It's a target. It's not a commitment. And I'm going to say that again. When there's an absence of consistent execution coupled with an absence of exploration for solutions to that lack of follow through, that is a sign that we're interested, we're traveling in a direction, we have a target, but there's not yet a firm commitment because we're not doing it and we're not trying to figure out how to do it. We're not searching or trying to create clear strategy around how to do it. That's a problem. That's a hallmark sign that we are suffering from this one overlooked reason that we struggle to stay consistent. We're not, we're not staying consistent because we have no strategy around how to do what we say we're going to do on a day-to-day -day basis. The other hallmark symptom or sign, if you will, is that we have strategies. We have hacks. We have workarounds. Maybe we have researched them, created them ourselves, or maybe even hired a coach, hired a professional to help us come up with hacks, workarounds, strategies, things that will make doing what needs to be done feasible for our life, right? This is beyond drink three liters of water. This is beyond, you know, get 20 minutes of exercise, 30 minutes of exercise a day. This is for your specific life on the weeks you travel, do this. For your specific life on the weeks that you're working from home, do this. On the days that you go into the office, do this. We've invested either time or money or both, and we have feasible hacks, strategies, solutions, and we used to execute them before and when the obstacles come up, when the scenarios and the circumstances come up that are a perfect fit for those hacks, works, workarounds, and strategies, we don't employ them. We just don't do it. We literally don't do it. It's like I used to have a problem getting water in. I figured out a workaround. That same problem came up. I knew about the workaround. I didn't do it. I didn't give up. I didn't quit. I still drank the water, but I didn't use the strategy and just hoped for the best. I just hoped that by the end of the day, I would have the amount that I needed, even though I was not taking action on specific strategy that would get me there. That is a hallmark that we are suffering, again, from that one overlooked reason that we struggle to stay consistent. And it happens more often than, than we know, but I promise that after listening to this podcast today and hearing this and having this brought to your awareness, because it may be something you don't know, but more than likely, it's not something you totally don't know. Maybe you just didn't think of it in that way. But this is like, this is like the special pill, right? You cannot unknow this after you listen to this today. And I promise you, if your struggle is consistency, then you are going to see this in some form in your life and you'll be able to say, oh, that, I'm doing that thing. So maybe the problem with consistency is that I have not yet committed and how can I get committed? And we'll get to that a little bit later. And then another hallmark or sign that you're suffering from this overlooked reason that we struggle to stay consistent 
is that you are doing things on the fly, but you're not hitting the mark. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper into this because I know one of the things that I talk about a lot and promise, and one of the things that my clients and people who maybe don't pay me for services, but they're in our community, tell me that they, they like is that the flexible approach. They like that they don't feel judged. They like that I give them, you know, there, the, a million ways to skin the cat. I acknowledge that there are a million ways. I'm not someone who tries to make you feel like there's only one way that works. It's optimal. I've got it. And if you don't do it my way, then you're just, just forget about it. You'll never achieve results. Um, I get excited about obstacles and when people have aversions to certain things or certain ways or have certain preferences because I like to show you guys that listen even with all of that this can still be done like let's roll up our sleeves let's do the work let me show you let's figure this out together how you can still make this happen now I also say that easy is earned I also talk about um, using getting results lasting results with a process that's not only effective but enjoyable now, the thing about that is, is that sometimes that can be mistaken for all I need to do is know the things, protein, veggies, water. Um, all I need to do is know the things, daily movement. If I'm going to lift, you know, metabolic workouts, you know, a few times a week, like, and then knowing the things, that's all I need to do because there's no specific way. And, you know, and Conceda doesn't food prep, so I don't have to food prep. She doesn't count, count calories and track macros and she doesn't preach that. So I don't have to do that. Like, I don't have to be imprisoned by that thing and I can still get results. And all of that is true. However, the thing that I think a lot of us skip is the part where I say easy is earned and that this lifestyle will be enjoyable and sometimes even easy after you earn it. And what that means is that for a while, until you get the hang of it, you're not going to be just doing things on the fly because if just doing things on the fly would help you like hit the mark, either it would have already happened or within the first couple of weeks of being exposed to, to our process and some of our strategies, it would be happening. So if you're not, you know, meal prepping, and I think probably 1% of my clients do a traditional like spend all day Sunday cooking all the meals, putting them in Tupperwares, like almost zero of my clients do that. But we do still plan. And so if you're not at least coming up with a loose menu plan for the week, if you're not at least taking the time to sit down and thinking about what are the establishments um, where I get my food often, like even if I'm in a rush and I'm on the fly, I typically go to the same three to four places. What are those places? And then what are like one to two figure friendly orders at each place? So I have those things in my back pocket, maybe literally on a note card in your purse, maybe, or at least in the back of my mind so that I, when I get there, I don't really even have to think about it. I can just order there. If you're not doing at least that level of preparation, everything is on the fly, everything is on a, a, an in the moment decision, and that's coupled with not hitting the mark, that is a hallmark sign um, that, you know, there's no commitment there. Because again, you know, three to 10 days of not hitting the mark repeatedly, a red flag should go off and say, okay, I, I need a deeper level strategy. And if that red flag is not raising, and if that thought, if that thought is not coming, and if there is no surrender to that thought, right, I'm doing things on the fly, I'm not hitting the mark, what's a layer of deeper level strategy that I can employ 
where I still don't feel imprisoned by this program and where I still don't feel like my life is hijacked by this program, but I have a little bit more structure so that I can finally follow through and get some momentum and some movement that will keep me and get me motivated. If I'm not willing to do those things, if I'm not having those thoughts, that's a sign that the problem with consistency is a lack of commitment. And then another hallmark of that is that you keep discovering that you didn't do the thing that you know and have and have said that you would do on a day-to-day basis, right? Whatever the plan is, whatever the things are, and you keep discovering at the end of the day somehow, like when you go to lay your head down to rest, <laughs> that, oh man, I didn't hit the mark today. If that is the consistent experience, like discovering at the end of the night, almost as if in the morning you lift your body out to someone else, they walked around and lived in it all day, and they brought it back to you at the end of the day, almost like a rental car, and you checked, and lo and behold, there was no gas. But you had nothing to do with that happening, right? So at the end of the day, you go to lay your head down to rest, and you're like, oh, man, I didn't drink enough water today. Oh, gosh, what does this Fitbit say? Oh, 2,000 steps. I committed. I said I'd get 6,000. Again, those experiences are all hallmarks that you have taken the time to get a plan. You have daily strategies that that could be daily commitments in order to get the results, but they are not yet commitments, and that is why there is a struggle with consistency. Okay, so now that we've talked about all of the different hallmarks, all of the different things that will will signal to you that the problem with consistency is probably not your plan. It's probably not the strategy you're employing. It's probably that you haven't yet taken that step into a little bit of a deeper level of commitment where this isn't just like this target, this thing that would be nice. Like you're actually, you have skin in the game. You're going to do it. Um, If you discover that, oh yeah, lo and behold, (laughs) that's the problem. What do I do about it, Conceda? Glad you asked. You know, I will not leave you hanging, fierce friend. So here's the thing. First thing is make execution strategies, right? So again, I'm going to keep going with that example of water because it's easy, right? And anything else would probably be too specific and people would be like, but do I have to do that? No, you may have to. Some of my clients may, some of them may not. So I'm going to go with water because we all need water. So let's just say that one of your things is I need to drink three liters of water a day. If that is a part of your plan, if that is a part of your process, if it's worth being on the paper as part of the process, it's worth having an execution strategy. So look at your life, what's feasible, what you're already doing, and then look at how you can optimize what you're already doing to make an execution strategy. And I'm pointing out what you're already doing because so many of us, like we, we, we're used to just like a tear sheet approach to, to fitness and weight loss, right? We see it in a magazine, we tear the sheet out. That's our manifesto. That's our manual from now on, right? And that's not how it works. So do I, do I already drink a lot of water when I exercise? Can I optimize that? Can I drink some before and after? Do I have a tendency to get up in the morning and have a drink of coffee anyway? Well, could I leave a bottle of water by the coffee maker so that while it's brewing, I can just down that one bottle of water and be 16 ounces ahead of the game by the time I have coffee in the morning? So make an execution strategy for each and every part of your process that actually makes sense with the rest of your life. 
then we actually need to execute, okay? And there's no cute way to say that. There's no fluffy way to make that sound any, uh, any like more cozy or just nice than it is. We actually have to do the thing, right? It, it, it serves no one to get the bottle of water, put it next to the coffee maker, look at it every morning, start the coffee maker and not drink it. You're probably still gonna discover at the end of the day that you didn't have enough water because there's an execution strategy and you're not doing it. So execute, right? And, and I think it's, it's important to say that it's in the execution that you will discover whether or not it's really a feasible strategy for you, right? So there is a little bit of just making yourself do it, right? But not in the traditional sense of just suck it up, buttercup, do whatever. You have to make yourself do it to see whether or not it's a feasible strategy for you, right? Because you know, it's it's hard to create change, right? Even physics says it, a body in motion stays in motion, a body at rest stays at rest. So if you're used to not drinking water first thing in the morning and coffee being the first thing that you drink in the morning, it's going to take a little bit of mindfulness and intention to drink that bottle of water that's next to the coffee maker, right? And I'm not saying you force yourself to do that forever because you may discover that, you know what, when I do that, I actually don't feel well. Or, you know, when I do that, I actually have to stop on my commute into work and use the restroom and that doesn't work for me. But then you can go back to the drawing board and you can kind of reverse engineer and come up, go back to make an execution strategy. You tweak it with something that may work. However, if you don't take the first step of mindfulness and intention and a little bit of make yourself do the strategy that you've put in place, you'll never know whether or not it truly works or if it only seems like an inconvenience right now or if it only seems like something that doesn't work or doesn't feel good right now simply because it's new, right? Body in motion stays in motion. Body at rest stays at rest. And getting into motion sometimes is the hardest part. It's not the motion that's hard. It's getting into motion, right? Or sometimes getting into rest isn't hard. Resting isn't hard, but getting into rest could be hard. So sometimes it's just making the change that's the hard thing and just making yourself do it at least once or twice to be able to evaluate whether or not it works for you is just, it's it's part for the course. It's part of what has to happen. It's part of, it's part of any process. And then the other one is get accountability. Fierce friend, listen. (sighs) Here's the thing. I know that we are all super intelligent. I know that we are all super bad mamma jamma. We are all bosses in our own right. We are out here making things happen, building families, building businesses, building communities. We do hard things and we do them every day. And often, because we do hard things, we do them every day, we're bad mamma jammas, we're bosses in our own right in so many different areas of our life that we think that we should and that we have to do this part alone as well. And I just want to submit to you that releasing the pressure valve just a little bit by getting some accountability, by working with a pro who's going to be objective who is going to objectively say to you, hey, sounds like a lack of commitment, or hey, sounds like you're trying to take on more than what's on the paper and you're stumbling. What do you think would happen if we dial it back? Having someone 
to strategize with when you discover that indeed the bottle of water on the nightstand first thing in the morning is not the thing that works. And now you get to leverage someone else's experience, both their own personal experience and their experience with thousands of others who have gone through what you're going through. That's invaluable. And unfortunately, so many of us driven, ambitious, smart, boss, bad man, majama women skip that part because we're so used to making things happen. So get accountability because an accountability, a coach will call you out when the problem with consistency is commitment, much like I did for my client. And guess what? She found a way. She said, hmm, I never thought of it like that. And as the conversation continued, you know what, Conceda, I think that is the problem. And then magically, she went back to doing things because there was an objective set of eyes to help her see what she wouldn't see otherwise. And then finally, engage in the accountability measures. Listen, this is not a shameless plug. You may choose to get accountability from me. You may become my coaching client. You may not get any accountability. You may do it with a friend. You may go and do it with a whole different coach. And any of that is fine. But here's the thing that has to happen is that you want to engage, no matter where you get your accountability from, getting accountability, signing up for it is not a magic bullet. You have to actually engage in the accountability measures, pay attention, have the conversation, ask yourself the questions that are being asked of you so that you can truly unlock your potential so that you can move roadblocks so that you can gain momentum, movement, and better results. So that's all I have for you today, fierce friend. I know that was probably a lot. (laughs) I told you it was a notes-taking episode, and that's just, it is what it is today. So my fierce follow-through for you, should you choose to accept, is to identify. If you are struggling with consistency, is it a commitment issue? Based on all that you've heard in this episode today, Is it a commitment issue? That's all. Identify yes or no and let us know what you discovered over in our free accountability group. Speaking of that, if you're not already over there, I don't know why not, especially if you're listening to this podcast. It's a great place to discuss this stuff, um, get camaraderie, support, even get some of your questions asked, actually even ask questions or request episodes. We hang out over in that support group, you can get access by going to concedathomas.com slash become a fierce friend. That's concedathomas.com slash become a fierce friend. If you want to access the show notes to this episode, head over to concedathomas.com slash ep. That's EP106. Then finally, if you've listened this far, that means you've got value. Don't forget to spread the love. Share this on social media. Text it to your friends, however you choose to share. Help us get the word out. And then finally, whichever podcast platform you've listened to this episode on, don't forget to subscribe so that you will be notified when the next episode goes live. That's all I have for you today, Fierce Friend. Until next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas Apparel Shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code FIERCEFRIEND for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at ConcedaThomas.com slash apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? 
Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling off the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at concedathomas.com slash audit. Hurry up, our introductory promo rate won't last forever, so schedule your audit now. If you've been wishing for fitness wear that was so comfortable that you would never want to take it off, yet fashionable enough to actually wear out for a night on the town, then you've got to check out my friends and sponsor Blessed Body Wear. Guys, they've got the goods. Once you try their squat pants, no other pants will do. I promise you, they're my absolute favorite. Visit blessedbodywear.com today and use promo code NOFUSS, N-O-F-U-S-S, to save on your order. 